0: My name is Christopher Young, as you know. Um, I rejoice in the title of Head of International Advice for English Heritage, but in fact I was born somewhere out there within 100 metres and carried out my research on the Roman pottery industry in East Oxford, helping to prove that Oxford's industrial past east of the Charwell is at least a 1,000 years older than the university. After that, I went on to work for English Heritage and carried out a number of different jobs dealing with heritage management, beginning with rescue archaeology, which is heritage management as its most raw, and ending up managing English heritage sites in the north of England before I moved on to developing our role in international advice. English heritage is the government's advisor on the historic environment. Basically, anything which doesn't move and is historic, we give advice on. We don't do objects. Except, where we, except we do have a large museum collection from our own properties, and we don't do intangible heritage. But we do do advice to government, advice to local authorities, advice to owners. We do practical conservation work. We have a wide range of specialists and professionals. We manage over 400 properties for public access, ranging from Standing Stones in Cumbria to Kenwood House in London. Um, We carry out research, unlike many national heritage bodies, um, on quite a wide range of things, both pure research on buildings and history and archeology, span and applied research on conservation methods. And we also hold the national monuments record for England. There are three countries in the world where we're not allowed to work, and those are Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. (laughs) And we have the capacity to give advice elsewhere in the world if asked, we have the legal capacity, but in practice at the moment we don't do that very much because we don't have the resources to spare to do that kind of work. So what I do with my two colleagues is we advise government on the potential impact of legislation which might affect cultural heritage. We work on behalf of government with bodies like UNESCO to try and ensure that the interpretation of the conventions to which the UK does belong, like the World Heritage Convention, is sensible and runs along the same sort of approaches to conservation as we have. And we spend a lot of time working with the 18 English World Heritage sites, particularly those which have development pressures and dealing with that. So that's what English Heritage does, and clearly there are considerable overlaps with what the university does. And I was asked to finish by talking about potential collaboration with the university. Malcolm was already stolen two or three minutes of what I was going to say (laughs) by pointing out a number of areas where we already collaborate. He is on our advisory committee. Barry Cunliffe has been one of our commissioners on two terms and at one point was acting chair of the commission. So we have strong links there as well at the governance level. We do a lot of work with Kellogg College and Rooley House, particularly for professional training. Um, And if I had had time, and could have got my colleagues to answer me, because we are a fairly siloed organization, and sometimes though we are getting better at working across things, I would probably have found that there is already a large degree of collaboration between different parts of English heritage and different parts of the university. The problem always is trying to get an overview of what those parts are and who is doing what. And probably, given the nature of both Oxford and English heritage, you would never get a complete overview of all the collaboration that goes on. And I just wanted to finish with one final remark that this is the third of these seminars that I've managed to get to. And in talking around the margins of them, I've already been been very impressed, A, by the amount of work on cultural heritage that goes on in Oxford that I wasn't aware of, and also by the extent to which various research students and academics are actually already working outside the UK on cultural heritage issues, such as, for example, the project there being carried out on underwater archeology span in Cambodia, which is involving not just archeological investigation, but also capacity development and training of Cambodian underwater archeologists, so that in the future they can look after it themselves. (laughs) And that, I think, in many ways, one of the things that needs to be done is to try to get a clearer idea within the university of what all these things are that are happening already so that you can then build on strengths and build across the university to present a more comprehensive offer with which other people can then engage. Thank you very much.